Recently, um, a significant amount of coverage on this program and many others uh, with the federal government uh, approving the Roberts Bank Terminal 2 project. That's the project out um, by the Tawasin Port. Uh, the cost of that expansion will be more than $2 billion, significant amount of controversy. Uh, it was approved, but like I said, uh, subject to 370 legally binding conditions. It will mean, of course, that freighters will be coming and going even even uh, much uh, in a much bigger capacity than they do now because they will add significantly more uh, space for the port uh, to do its business. You see a lot of these freighters out in the English Bay as well. Well, freighter frustration is growing in the southern Gulf Islands as well. Groups there are saying that the temporary temporary overflow anchorages there, they're seeing many, many more vessels. Um, the, the, the area, these anchorages... Um, or temporary. They're not supposed to be made permanent, but they believe that the port have made a lot of these anchorages permanent and has been changing life for a lot of the residents in that area. Mary Dupre is a Ladysmith resident. She's also part of a group called the South Coast Ship Watch Alliance. Mary, thank you for joining us today. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Can you talk a little bit about the changes you and your colleagues from your organization have seen over the years uh, on the Gulf Islands when it comes to anchorages and and these uh, and these vessels. Yes, absolutely. Uh, firstly, to say that uh, we are we are not against shipping. We do support shipping. Mm-hmm. We just want to see it managed uh, in the twenty first century uh, with with some standards. One thing that a lot of the general public are not aware of is that. Um, Container shipping, for example, um, so you have your, your goods uh, that are going to your Best Buys, your Walmart, your, Co- your Costco's, that, those types of goods that are incoming, mm-hmm. they are extremely efficient. They, uh, they run on a schedule, they come in, they, they um, unload, they're gone. They don't spend any kind of time lurking about. Where, what we're very concerned about are the cargo freighters. And these are the ones that ship coal, potash, um, uh, aviation fuel, uh, mm-hmm. quite a lot of high-risk uh, goods, if you will. And what's happened is, is the federal government, Transport Canada, in 2018, they uh, imposed what's called an interim protocol to the 30, there are 33 um, historical anchorages around the southern Gulf Islands. So all around uh, this area, the Salish Sea, which is a very fragile environment, a marine environment, um, very shallow in the islands. It's known as the nursery of the Salish Sea. This is where we see, a lo- obviously, crabbing, fishing, prawning, all that kind of activity happens. As, our, as the Indigenous people used to say, when the tide goes out, the table is set. Yes. We're not seeing that so much anymore, are we? Mm-hmm. Um, so these 33 historical anchorages, they were never intended to be, to be used uh, for freighters of this size. They, uh, this is, they were from way back in the day. But Transport Canada has decided to impose this interim protocol in 2018. And at first we thought, oh, well, you know, interim, that means temporary. And that's not what this means at all. An interim protocol is actually an emergency measure. And so it means that they can do whatever they want, frankly, um, while this interim protocol is going on. And while this has been going on since 2018, mm-hmm. they have hugely increased the, the, um, the permissions for uh, international uh, freighters to come and park here. It's, it's quite 
it's quite bizarre, actually. Do you feel unsafe? Um, do you? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, if you're familiar at all with Ladysmith, it's quite mm-hmm. hilly. Um, and so from the hilltop vantage point where I am, I can see nine anchorages uh, through Ladysmith Harbor, Shemanus, over to Kalit Bay, Trincomanie Sound. There have been over 100 uh, freighters that have uh, dragged anchor in the last five years. Uh, there have been two that collided in Plumper Sound off, off Pender. Uh, one tore a huge hole in the other. There, uh, we also saw the the freighter. Or, well, that was actually a container ship that was out in the uh, in the strait. That uh, containers uh, were sent overboard because they were on fire. So there's there's a massive massive environmental risk that's going on right right in front of us. Now, have you taken Even your case? Have you taken your case to government to the port and say, look, this is supposed to be temporary, yet it's essentially permanent the way you're describing it, and there is danger. Mm-hmm. You don't feel safe as a community member. It's not environmentally or uh, even just aesthetically something you want to be seeing outside your window. And I mean, there's there's a role for uh, uh, shipping in waterways, as you say, but this is not Certainly. what what, but what they was... don't have. They we we oh yes we have. We've gone. So you go to the port of Vancouver and you speak to them. They are 100 percent. Their mandate is to serve industry. What they have created is a free parking lot for freighters, coal, potash, etc. They can arrive early. It's about weeks, months in advance, and we're not a port. So they do not pay anchorage fees. They do not pay discharge fees. There's no rules, regulations, safety, oversight, nothing. In a port, they can't discharge what's called scrubbers. And you know about scrubbers? They Mm -hmm. sound clean, right? Yes. Um, Each ship generates 10 tons of greenhouse gas per day. People don't want to look at that. So they take it and they mix it into a chemical toxic soup and they discharge it out into the water. This liquid is so toxic, it, it creates dead zones. If you, it, it's quite appalling what is going on. And nobody knows about it. Um, the port is saying, oh, well, that's not our responsibility. We're only responsible for the port. Transport Canada says, oh, well, that's not our responsibility. That's Coast Guard's responsibility to see if there's a spillage. Has your member it's, of Parliament, have you taken this to your member of Parliament? To, to, absolutely. To, and and absolutely. nothing. We have uh, had great uh, response from uh, Elizabeth May, um, Alistair McGregor, Cowichan, um, Lisa Marie Barron in Nanaimo. Um, they have all, they are, and um, also uh, Laurel uh, Collins, uh, environment critic. Um, so they are they're really trying to, to move this forward, but it's it's really quite frightening the speed at which Transport Canada is is moving this through. They have now introduced a bill, Bill um, C33, to Parliament, and what that will give them is permission to give the Port of Vancouver authority all of, of around all of these um, anchorages around the southern Gulf Islands. To tell you how ludicrous this is, mm-hmm. the Americans have banned the shipping of thermal coal from their ports because of health and environment issues, right? Yep. So we allow them to rail it up to Roberts Bank and ship their thermal coal from there to China for burning. Now, the San Juan Island citizens and residents went to their public officials and were able to um, uh, create a ban on anchorages around the southern, or pardon me, around the San Juan Islands because they're fragile. How bizarre is it that just within stone-throwing distance, 
uh, right where our orca protection areas are is where they're parking these disgusting rust buckets. Yeah. Um, the, you know, Transport Canada and, and Department of Fisheries, was it today or yesterday, were patting themselves on the back saying how wonderful they are because, when, you know, they're protecting the orcas, so they're going to stop some fishing. Really, you're going to stop fishing while you're letting this be turned into an industrial parking lot. Mary, it's, it's truly quite weird. I understand that frustration for sure. Mary, we've run out of time. Look forward to chatting with you yeah. on this issue again. It's not a, a one-time interview, that's for sure. Would love to stay <laughs> stay in touch with yeah. you on this issue because I know it is ongoing and, and so many of our listeners do live out in that area as well. We Thank do, you. We do have a website called nofreighteranchorages.ca. Anch- no that's nofreighteranchorages.ca. Tons of information and facts if anybody's interested. Nofreighteranchorages.ca. Nofreighteranchorages.ca. Thank you yeah. so much, Mary. Thank you, thank you. (laughs) All right.